I don't want to get into it. And ain't nobody gonna stop me. Front yard both times. <laughs> Fucking bath towel boy over here. <laughs> Gibbly gobbly. Is that German? Yes. It just sounds very German. I think it's German, yeah. God bless you. (laughs) That's what it is. Avidici. I don't know. (laughs) Rivadici. Vedevedici. It's Italian. I came, I saw, I conquered. (laughs) Carpe diem. Vene Vene Vici. Carpet on these nuts, buddy. Uh, <laughs> carpet on these nuts, buddy. Oh, man. Too busy carping these DMs, <laughs> buddy. Uh, I got nothing else. Nice. One in Rome, motherfuckers. I just bring it up civilizations now. I think so. And. All right. Why don't you kick us off? <laughs> uh, well, uh. You know, we've been, I don't know, it's been a minute since we've done a disco. Sorry. <laughs> for these listening on there, but he's just throwing on his light show, not a big deal. So I gets motivated. Gotta get raved up. When in Rome. Spe- speaking of motivation. <clears throat> Boom. Ah. Segway. Nice. P, nice. Rides one. Nice. <laughs> so, Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't help, but um, oh, fuck. Yeah. It's been a minute though, so we did a little motivation talk chat about some stuff. So I thought a great topic would be like your why or the power of the why or the why in your life. That could be for many reasons. It could be for um, you know, to motivate you to do better at your job or just maybe lose some weight, just be a better person, maybe get through a tough time, um, you know, fight through the stresses in your life or on days you don't want to do it, get up, push through. So I think, I don't know, this is one of my favorite things motivation-wise, and this is uh, one of my favorite topics. But what about you guys? What do you, what do you guys, I guess let's just toss her over the up and just you know what would be a why for somebody out there scenario and then maybe what is your why on that could just be for whatever topic you want like on motivation for daily or maybe uh you know maybe i don't know something you want to achieve or goal or something like that so there's i mean there's definitely it's a broad question, like the why. The yeah. why is a very broad statement. There could be a lot of different whys that happen, you know, day to day. Like, why do you typically wake up in the morning? What strives you? Like, what makes you want to achieve things? Like, why do you continue to put up with things? Like, there's a whole yeah. lot of scenarios that you could go down. Yeah. Well, let's purpose it this why. way, Pete. For other people, what do you think a normal day-to-day average Joe why is? And maybe go into, like, if you think it should be something different, I guess. Let's see if we can. Can I, can I ask you a silly question before you even go into that? Sure. Just because I know 
I don't want to assume anything and I don't want to like, I don't want anybody to like question it. Right. Can we just like define what motivation is to each of us or like define motivation? Because I know that sounds silly because we all know when you hear motivation, you know what it is. Right. But like, you know, maybe someone's like, it, it could mean something completely different to them and that's perfectly fine. But I don't know, P Brad, you guys want to tackle that and just like define it. We'll just, we'll just lay the bricks with some, some de- definition here. Um, yeah, I think yeah. Uh, the motivation at its core is just like very individualized because things can motivate you in particular that would not affect me one bit. Like that wouldn't motivate me to do anything. And there's a lot of different things, like whether it's like health, you want to get healthier and exercise. I mean, you have plenty of people that are just all about the gym because they're motivated for a reason, whether it's just to look good, to be healthier, like there's, they have that as their motivation and it's probably stem from something else, you know, just wanting, maybe they had a family member that, you know, died of a heart attack at an early age. So they don't want to be just like that. So their huge motivation is to go and get healthy. When someone who hasn't had that happen at all, isn't really motivated to go to the gym for that reason. And so I think, I think motivation is something that you have to find in yourself. And it's very different from person to person. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I think like, I guess simple terms is like, um, what drives you? Yep. Like, you know, what, what's going to, you know, push you from maybe getting off the couch or, you know, push you to do something that you want to do or you have that urge to do that, I don't know, maybe comes, I guess more of the why would be, you know, when you don't want to do it, but motivation can, yeah, basically just what drives you really. But yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think drive is exactly where my mind went right off the bat is just what drives you and what drives you means like the outcome outweighs not doing it. Right. Like you, mm-hmm. Hey, look, I could sleep in all day. I could skip work. I can call in sick or whatever, but we'll just say you're in sales, right? So what did you miss out on? Did you miss out on a big deal that you could have secured and maybe set up like, you know, a little extra um, pocket money or something like that for the, for the time being or, or things like that. But, uh, or, or is it something completely different? If I don't get up, I don't take care of my family, you know, what are they going to miss out on? So, so the drive is the starting point and then it's, Does the initial decision outweigh the outcome or does the outcome to change that initial decision outweigh not doing something is kind of mm-hmm. where my head kind of no. goes right off the bat. No, that was a good addition. That's perfect segue. His favorite scooter. But like, okay, so the power of your why, which motivates you from, you know, say, you know, to get off the couch like, you know, you could hear something expire, inspiring, like, okay, I'm going I'm to go and eat healthy today. And then the next day, and then day three, you're back on this, or, you know, you're eating bad, or you're not going to the gym, or you're not doing whatever you want to do. 
So that's why I love the power of the why, because you can be motivated for a day, you can be motivated for a, you know, a week, a moment, <clears throat> a moment. Yeah. It'd be simple as that, but that goes away. And then it comes down to, you know, discipline and, and self drive, which motivations drive. But I think that's why you got to think of why you do things on a day to day and the power behind it. If it's something strong enough, like if you're just like, you know, I want to be better and it's on you, you can quit on yourself. People do it all the time. People lie to themselves. People quit on themselves all the time or they'll give like 70% and they're like, no, nah, it's okay. It's good enough. I'm okay with that. I'm, I get, you know, I'm, I'm complacent where I'm at. But if you have something that pushes you, like <clears throat> for some people could be, you know, their, their parents or their kid or their spouse or, you know, um, a loved one or, or somebody who helped them out a lot or, you know, a neighbor, whatever, a life experience that, you know, whatever it is, maybe somebody was shit on their whole life and they want to prove everyone wrong. But whatever that why you do something needs to be more powerful than your excuses or maybe your, you know, what you want to sit on the couch. It has to be more powerful than sitting there and being like, well, maybe I'll do it later. Like if you have a powerful enough why, and everyone has one, they just got to find out what that is. When, you know, when you figure that out, it can drive you and move you and motivate you every day when you don't want to do stuff. You're like, okay, I got to get up. I have to get going. I can't sit here anymore. I'm wasting all this time when I could be doing this to better myself or, or to get reach this goal or to raise a bunch of money for so-and-so or whatever you're, whatever it is. That's to me, like what the, like the power of your why would be. And, you know, I guess your, what's your why? I mean, you know, I have a few different ones, which I don't know. I think is good. I mean, more recently, my son is born. I mean, to do a lot. I mean, I guess, I guess we can backtrack a little bit. I just, you know, I want to be a better person. And then, you know, I went off and I was, you know, good at sports. I didn't make anything of it too much, you know, like, I don't know, anything crazy NFL or, you know, <clears throat> go D1 or anything crazy. So, you know, I, I was just like, man, I, I, I didn't feel like I failed, but I was kind of like, man, I didn't achieve things that I feel like I should maybe I don't know I just have this You're thing capable of. yeah I mean that's kind of felt and some of it's because I lost you know some love of playing the game and you know and some of that's due to me some of that's due to you know circumstances or you know coaching styles whatever like it was just I don't know not as fun to me and I was like man but I don't know it just kind of left this thing where I was like man I just feel like I need to do great things and it was just you know it was just that hunger and so that was a big motivator and it made me push to do more things and I was like man I could sit here what am I doing I'm just sitting here now you get up let's go let's go figure out this and let's go you know let's go to work out and let's go you know and then you know I got a little older and it kind of went with like you know my wife and 
friends and and stuff like that and now it's kind of at the point where you know my kid is a huge motivator but those don't go away i guess like those past ones i guess it just keeps getting stronger because i keep getting more motivation and more wise to do things and you know then you figure out like okay well do i need to make a shit ton of money to eventually like take care of like your parents or you know does you know i i don't know like and also fulfill the need of maybe doing something great or helping out people in general i feel like that's a huge one that's new or they're just helping random people i guess just like feeling the need on on giving people opportunities that i missed out on that i was mad that nobody helped me through so i feel the need to help them you know and uh I don't know. The whys just keep getting stronger and my motivation keeps going up. And that, because I get tired a lot. And, you know, I know I'm not alone working long hour days and Saturdays and long day week and not many days off. And you get tired and, you know, you stay up late doing things you want to do and you love and making shit happen. And I get, I get tired just like the next guy. But I think without those whys behind me that, It'd make it tougher, but I feel like I would probably quit on myself a lot. Like, I'd be like, no, just, you're good. I'll just scroll the next TV show, or I'll just, you know, pop on this. When I could be, you know, pushing myself and being like, no, just spend like 30 minutes on that. You've got 30 minutes. What are you doing? You know, or swiping through TikTok or whatever the case is. I mean, like, wasting, like, hours. I know plenty of people in my family just waste, like, one to two, who knows, maybe more on TikTok just swiping all day. And, you know, and, and if I didn't have those whys, I might be doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely, uh, it's, it's good to have a lot of whys because it continues and <clears throat> keeps you going. It's yeah. just almost like, just don't, like don't filter it down to where you have too many whys that you can't possibly attain all of them. Well, so it's like <clears throat> prioritize prioritize certain ones and some of them yeah, definitely you're like keep them in your head, but I mean you're only one person as well. Well, true. I I think maybe misinterpretation on that. Oh, my whys are like things that drive me like you know, why is it like your fuel? <clears throat> yeah, your fuel for it, not like my end goal, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. they'll be more of, yeah, like my fuel. So, like, if I'm like, hey, my son needs me, so it'll give me the fuel I need to push to make more money or to, you know, get a different type of job or, or you know, spend more time or be more of his events. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's mainly like just my fuel. It's not like a, I'm spreading myself too thin if that what it means. Like my wives are just fuel. Yeah. That's just, that's kind of what I was saying. And so Yeah, it's not like you're yeah. like the way if you want to like do like an analogy, right? If if you had if you're in a race car, right, and you're running one race, but you have all the fuel in the world, you can get to that and and that that finish line faster than anyone else. <clears throat> but if you're trying to run ten races at once despite how many whys you have, you're not going to get to the ends of the finish line of all those races, like as fast as you could 
you know, with your whys or your fuel, you're the car, like you're the vessel that's getting to the finish line and your finish line. Yeah. There could be a couple things you're trying to achieve, right? You're trying to, you know, make sure your, your family is taken care of. You have financial success, you retire, you travel, you, um, you know, you know, get to spend more time with your family and things like that. Like you can have different like end goals, but I think all those can kind of be grouped together sometimes because all the whys and all the things you're doing, like get to that, that end goal. And those are all grouped together. I want to be a family man, financially successful. I want to be stress-free. I want to do all these things and all those like end goals are fueled by the same whys, you know, like they can kind of yeah. be grouped together. Um, okay. I get what you guys are saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And no, I hear you. And, and, you know, that's kind of where kind of balance comes in and that's, you know, goals, balance and life balance and work balance that kind of plays in and time management plays in. It's, you know, it, it's definitely a task to, you know, uh, doing that, but, um, I feel like all the goals that I have are pretty attainable, you know, at the moment. Like I would like to be, uh, I mean, financial freedom to me is where I can not be tied down to any specific, you know, set times I can work kind of like push myself and be like, okay, I want to do this to make money and then kind of manage from there. Okay. I have this much time I can you know, spend this time with the kids now and I open up a lot of more free time or whatever the case may be, you know, that that would be one huge goal. And, you know, helping people along the way, I mean, it kind of just goes with who I am. I don't know if that's answering that, your question or not. I mean, I think that's <clears throat> spot on. I think that, like, that's kind of where my head's at is you can have, you can have, to me, you can have infinitely you can get infinite wise, you know, but if you're mm-hmm. trying to be the next president and be the first person on Mars and cure cancer and solve world hunger, yeah. Elon if, you're, Musk. if you're like, if you're trying to, you know, some of your whys have to be aligned with your personal, your overall goals. Like they have to be yeah. intertwined kind of like what your, what yeah. yours are, Brad. And, you know, all that you're going to do to get to that end goal, to, to be there for your family and be financially free and all that, like all the steps along the way are going to be kind of linked together. So mm. that's why all your whys can be spread very wide Yeah. because those whys are going to help you get to the end goal that is more closely linked. Mm. Yeah. That's where and, I kind of view it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the, I think one of the struggles that I've had um, and, and probably a lot of others is, when you don't really have a structure or plan, right? You're like, you're kind of just like scatterbrained, right? Like you have this motivation, but you don't know how to direct it. And when you, when you confuse motivation for uncertainty, I think you can get really lost. Meaning like take, take someone who I'll, I'll put myself out there. I was at a job for, uh, what I thought was going to be, I never leave first job out of college, never was going to leave dream job, all that. Um, I was there for eight years and 
loved it was in the industry i i never could have dreamed of ever being in got to a position i was like super stoked to be about i was traveling all over the world and it was amazing then i got married then i had a kid and i had a kid and six months after i went overseas for for three weeks where i was on like completely opposite time schedule and i quickly learned that I was like, I, I can't, I can't do this. Like, this isn't going to be conducive to my new life, right? My family life. And I struggled with leaving what motivated me to before, right? Was to rise the ranks of the job I was in and then also structure myself to be there for my family, to be around for my kids to know me and to be a supportive husband, right? And for a while, I was like, damn, this, you know, this kind of sucks. It's like, it's like making it to the majors and then saying, you know, hey, you're going back to single A and you're going to be more so making the sandwiches for the crew versus even playing. Right. And but in kind of hometown. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a dramatic analogy there. But basically, I realized like my, my why has shifted, you know, mm-hmm. and once I like kind of restructured my mindset, and like looked at my life and where it's at at that point, I'm like, it's actually okay to change your why because your life has changed. And once I kind of did that and I stopped being so scatterbrained about like ter- pulling myself in all these different directions and I just like kind of recentered and refocused on my why, I had a clear direction and I laid out a plan and, you know, luckily I've made it to that plan where, you know, there's some steps I want to take to get further along. Like Brad, you said, like what financial freedom to me would be, but I've definitely taken those steps. And I think it's important for people to understand your why can change like over the course of your young life, your young adult life, your adult life, your mature adult life. Like it's okay to know that, that those paths can, can fluctuate and change because your life structure changes. So I think that's just important to throw out there. Or even add, like, mine, mine, I don't know. I mean, some have kind of changed, like, my view, but a lot of my why's just added on top of the next one just to add a little more fuel. I mean, that's not for everyone. A lot of them do change for people. But, like, I don't know. I I think that, yeah, they're going to be evolving, I guess, for throughout your life, really. Because your life changes. Nothing stays the same. That's what we know about life for sure. You die and nothing stays the same. Yeah. So. Well, and then your life changes so drastically a lot because, I mean, I think about myself from when I was like, you know, 19, 20 years old. My why was a hell of a lot different than my what my <laughs> why is now. Yeah, well, it changes a person. Yeah, you change a lot. I mean... The only why I had back then is like, why the hell am I not partying later than I am right now? Like, <laughs> right. I mean, right. it, I mean we've been there. The, the focus and the priorities are just so different. And then I think it comes with the maturity level and how much your your why will actually change. So I don't carry all my whys with me because some of those whys I'm very happy to leave behind because like well that why sucked at least i grew up a little bit and figured out why i have to do this or why what i was doing before was stopping what i actually want now as 
a more mature, older family man now. Mm-hmm. And that that's where I kind of have to let the past go and not look back. Like, recognize, yeah, you had, you had a good time, but that is not me anymore. That is long gone. Nah. And it'll, it could even be the same, like, from right now in my life to 10 years from now. What I have now and what I want to achieve could be completely different. But as long as along the way, I am taking the life lessons and learning something from it. I think that contributes to your motivating factors, the why. Like Sometimes my why is because I don't want to have that why. I don't want to be like I was before. I'm glad that I'm not that way anymore. Yeah. Hundred percent, and that, so and that's like why I continue to. I just want to be better than that. Yeah, do you think? Uh, do you think that's your only why? Do you think you have? Oh God, no. Yeah, I've got I've got Y's. I got <laughs> X, Y's, and Z's. Ah, buddy. Hey, he's about that. But no, my, nah. my, my, my biggest why is, is, I mean, I preach it plenty of times. My why's are definitely from where I was to where I am now and how much all of that has became into the person I am today as far as, you know, husband and father. That is my biggest why. And that is the majority of my focus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Do you think it'll stay the same or do you think it'll, what do you, I guess, what do you think the next why will be? I'm not worried about the next why. I'm worried about the why now. I'm focusing on that. And if it comes and I have to learn a lesson, then I'm prepared to deal with it. But I'm not going to shit focus and not give my all on my why right now. That's kind of my mindset on it. I have certain things. I mean, I have very individualized as far as, you know, son, daughter, wife. There's different motivating factors on what I do, you know, but that's fine. Pretty much most of my focus because I want to make my kids' life better than I had it before. Not saying I don't focus on outside things to contribute to it, but there's it, it's a very big time in their lives that I feel like I need to be fully present. Oh yeah. So I don't know. It's it's hard to explain, but I got gotcha. you. But you, bug. What uh, what are your surmises? Do you think maybe you got? You know, if you got any future ones or anything you're planning or pushing. Yeah, I think like uh, <clears throat> I went through a lot of them, like in the last three years or whatever, just really molding like my 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 goal. Kind of like I was saying, coming out of the the career I was in, I I had to make a bit of a career change just to make make things make sense, like for me, you know, and for my family, and one of those things was I was, like I said, I was 
you know, working on side, I was, I was traveling a crap ton, both domestically and, and overseas. And again, not complaining. Cause it was great. I went to great places. I worked for a company where I was going to California and Florida and Texas and, you know, domestically. And then when I wasn't domestically, I was getting to see a bit of the world, which was great. Um, you know, but it was kind of a young man's game or single man's game. And, and that's completely fine. And I, I kind of knew at that point, I put a, a plan in place to kind of like, whether I was, uh, I, I wanted to be, you know, financially more sound with uh, a position in sales. I knew sales had an opportunity for me to be very like, you know, uh, comfortable with my, with, with just finances and my life and things like that. And, you know, I was motivated to get to that point. And I kind of had, it's not for everyone, but obviously with COVID and everything, I kind of, we all had kind of a, or a lot of people had a dose of what working from home was like, and it's not for everyone. Um, but I realized I thrived really well in that environment. And on top of that, I was able to be more present, even more so with my family, helping even more with hey, kid got like today, kid gets sick, you know, I didn't wasn't me, but in the event, like there's there's plenty of instances now where I can go pick up that kid or help out and like have more flexibility in my job. I, I kind of had this this idea where I want to be successful both in a profession, but also the flexibility to be a much better work-life balance. Like that became so huge as one of my whys. Like I want to, I want, I need a better work-life balance. And that was one of my whys was to pursue that. Um, and that motivated me to do what I needed to do to get there. And I kind of found that. Um, now, one of my whys is how soon can I quote unquote retire? And by that, I mean, and I've, I know Brad, we've talked about this is there's a lot of areas that I can kind of get involved in passive income. And I know yeah. we've kind of talked about this, but, you know, passive income is, yeah, you got to put in a little bit of work, sometimes a lot up front, but put myself in a situation where my money's working for me. And I say retire, I'm still technically working, but I want my money to work for me. And I want to be able to be like Brad, you said, I want to be able to never have to ask to go take a trip or take a day off or whatever. You know, I want to be able to pick up and go if I, if I can, you know, and take my kids on different excursions or adventures or vacations and just never have to be tied down to anything. I mean, that's like, that's kind of the perfect world, right? It's like winning the lottery, but you know, that's one of the things that motivates me in a huge sense is, um, you know, I've seen family members have to, work their ass off their entire life only to retire. And then two years later, you know, they pass away or there, or something happens. Right. And yeah, it's too like, many times well, that. yeah, it's like, shit, I don't want to be in that spot, you know? Yeah. And you know, that that's a huge motivator because I want to be there for my family. You know, I want to experience as much as I can with my family. Like you said, P I want to be there for them. I want to be the biggest support system I can for them. They're a huge why for me. Um, but also just like, my health, you know, like, again, a lot of these things that I've seen are direct, you know, relatives of mine that I could, you know, be exposed to certain things that they dealt with. And it's like, to me, I I don't want to waste a single day, you know, like, okay, could I eat a little bit better? Could I work out a little bit more? Of course, there's a balance, like you said, Brad, earlier between 
really like digging deep, but also like making sure you're happy, you know? And I think right now I'm in a spot where I'm really working on that to be like a good balance between, (laughs) you know, spoiling myself a little bit, but then also being like conscious of like, I'm not 20 anymore. I'm not 15. I'm not, you know, this little kid anymore. Like, so, you know, my health, you know, my family, you know, my future, uh, is constantly my why. Um, and I think that, and I'll wrap this up, but to Brad, your other point is I do think that to one of the things that motivates me is to cross some things off my list so that I can make room for more whys and more motivation and more, what's the next step? Like if I could, if I could be financially free tomorrow, okay, then what am I going to do from there? How do I make my kids set up to be financially free or what, what, you know, I'm always, I like to constantly think of like, what is that next step? Because like you said, Brad, those whys kind of never go away. They kind of just kind of build upon each other. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll always want to, even when I become financially free, how do I stay financially free? But then yep. the next step is how do I build that for, for my family, yep. my kids and my grandkids. And, yep. you know, I still want them to work yeah. hard and have their whys, <clears throat> but I want them to also be, you know, taken care of. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And that's why that's where I kind of thought you were going. That's why I asked for like future kind of stuff. Cause that's where, you know, that's um, not like on the forefront at the moment. Cause I still need to do a lot of things first, but yeah, eventually maybe set something up or at least have a pathway or, or something where maybe teach, you know, the kid had a, or kids had a, you know, be financially free or, or, you know, learn everything I can so I can at least teach them because it's not taught in schools. It's not taught, you know, in society, really. Besides for a far few in between on how to make money and, and wealthy and actually free up a lot of time and actually because I earn income. We talked about it different than passive, but earn income will take up so much of your day. So if you can get Earned income to make money a little bit and then passive income to fill up a big portion would be huge. Frees up a lot of time. Also, you know, you can get kind of like set for maybe future family or kids or whatever. But, you know, I I think kind of what you're saying a little bit is uh, with, you know, balance and stuff. And I don't know, life's just a battle, really. A back and forth battle up. Am I spending too much time over here? Am I managing my time right? Am I doing this? It's kind of a teacher totter always, and you try to just try to find that balance always. And it sounds weird and exhausting, but that's literally what life is, and it always has been. I think it's what it always will be. I mean, if history's taught us anything, that's just kind of what it is. And you know, trying to get to that place and stuff, and that's why, you know, I think. You know, the kiddo and family and stuff and and everything else is such a big motivator. And, you know, it's a lot of my whys and and it pushes me hard just to be better, you know, better me and for more time. Because one of my biggest things why I work so hard is so I can be with the kid and I can show up to his games and not have to miss one or, or work all the time. Or, you know, if I could get all my shit done. And be in the kid's life and be like, hey, I'm a, you know, what do you want to do? Okay, I'm a, I'm going to do the best I can to teach you how to do that. And I know, you know, there's so many times or, you know, parents out there who are just doing their best and, and that, but they don't have enough time to, 
you know, teach your kid how to say, uh, you know, shoot a basketball and they rely on the coaches to do that. Maybe he's on the bench, but if you could have maybe put in that extra time or had that extra time and weren't exhausted from work or didn't have to work as hard, you could teach, spend that time with your kid and, you know, make him succeed maybe on a sports team or on whatever they want to do really. But, you know, like just freeze up time and time is what we can't get back. And that is what I want to free up probably the most. It's a huge why for me, you know? And I mean, to be honest, that's such a big motivator, at least for me. I mean, I know everyone has different whys and what they want to do in life and, you know, kind of what they want to see out of life. And it'll honestly, that view is going to change. I mean, being young proved that to all of us. It's changed yeah. from... You know, or why was, fuck, I want to go get more bus, you know? And so you just, you know, like go and holler some girls, <laughs> you know? And then, you know, when you're 18, 19, 20, sure. But then you're, then it changes. Rescue cats is what he meant. Yep. <clears throat> Animal shelter. I got plenty. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that, I think that's... <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you do. I got too many cats. Oh my god! I think. Uh, In this yeah, I think that. I think it's 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 so easy to make excuses, right? Like, oh, yeah. uh, hard, hard to is. segue from that. But it's it's very easy to make excuses, and and dude, I've made plenty. You know, like I've you know, we all have. Yeah, I've had hard times with my marriage. I've had hard times in my personal life. I've had struggles internally and this that and the other but you know like those are always going to kind of creep up right it's it's inevitable we're all human you know it's inevitable that that shit's going to kind of come to fruition and like happen but it's kind of how you handle that right and and one of the things like seeing seeing this topic for tonight was um something that came to mind was, you know, what are like motivation blockers for people, you know, like something you've experienced or like, I'm sure we've all run like, across. Like a complacency. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like someone's like, like eh, I'm good. Like someone that has so much potential, right? Like mm-hmm. you can see it in them. You can see the, the, the mindset. You can see that they have the, the, um, uh, someone who's, incredibly smart but they don't apply it right or super skilled they don't apply it or like we all played sports someone who is so freaking gifted right like i am average height i am average build like i'm not a big dude i'm not super tall i'm not whatever but like i had to work for everything i i got in, in my athletic career right and then i see these people that i'm like dude you are Six five, you have a cannon for an arm. You haven't lifted a weight in your life, and you're playing like you're gonna go D one, like easily. I'm like, dude, if you just like applied a little bit of drive to what you're already given, you could you could be it all, you know. So I guess my my question is to go back to it is like. Is it complacency? Is it, look, I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm fine where I'm at. I don't want to go, I don't want to go pro. I don't want to make 
millions of dollars and retire at 40. I don't want to, what, like, what is it that you think that stops people that have the potential, right? There's some people that I'm going to be honest, sometimes I've just been dealt a, a bad set of cards, you know, and it just kind of sucks. Like their upbringing, their education, their whatever, you know, like they just yeah. kind of been like shit canned. <clears throat> but like for those that you could see that they could be doing so much more, why do you think that is that they become complacent or that hinders them? I know it's a tough question to ask, but like, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one to answer because there's, like you said, there's so many different things that could contribute to that. I think probably the main one would be uh, fear of failure. And I don't know why that That's holds great. so many people back, but I think, I think that would probably be the top answer if you were to have to survey, you know, let's just say a thousand people. I think that'd probably be one of the highest, you know, responses to it. Yeah, but probably, I mean, I don't know if, if it's those same people, have they felt failure? Because yeah, failure sucks, but you learn from it. You learn from it so much that failure isn't a bad thing. It's a stepping stone to your next success. So I think a fear of failure is just like, I mean, you got to put yourself out there sometime and just take it to the next step because, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think, I don't know. To me, that it's always such a, I don't know. That, that's always such a, a weird one for me to, to kind of grasp is, uh, you know, just that. <clears throat> I got, you know, I got all this potential. I just like, man, maybe, maybe it's feel of fear of failure. And thought about that a little bit. I haven't really came up with much else really, but honestly, I think the fear is a lot worse being where you're at staying the same. Cause if anything in life teaches us, maybe not anything, but one of the biggest things on, on anything you have to grow as a person and you have to pursue a goal. You have to have challenges in your life. Otherwise you get bored, you get angry, you know, you get uh, filled with regret. Like, and I don't know any old person I've ever talked to, you know, old as probably in your, you know, 55, 60 and above is, uh, you know, that was their number one thing is regret that they didn't do something. They didn't pursue something because they just didn't put themselves out there or they, you know, just didn't give it a shot because of, you know, they were fear of failure or just, you know, didn't think they're good enough or, you know, lazy, really. And then you talk to all of them and they all say the same thing and they're all just so mad at themselves that they didn't pursue anything and there's some magic like i got one shot at this life and i didn't i wasted all my talent you know I, i've had family members tell me that you know and that's a, a thing too that they're just mad that they didn't do more in their life like they had all this time and they look back on it like man i had all this time and all this opportunities right in front of me 
to pursue a dream or just even achieve goals or make something of themselves to be remembered more or make a bigger impact on the world or their lives or just their family's lives or whatever, but they didn't do it and they're just filled with regret. And I don't have an, any anything other that I've heard besides like filled with regret or whatever. Or I don't know. I guess to add to P's uh, saying that they just don't feel like, would you say that they're... Um, I'm just feeling like they're going to fail at something. Oh, fear of failure. And, yeah, I feel fear. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think I think regret is is definitely <clears throat> also very scary because you like you're saying you hear that all the time like I regret not doing this. I regret you know letting down people, but a lot of it is insecurity. Like if you, you regret something and you, and you knew that you could accomplish something, then yeah, you're going to regret it, but then you also are disappointed in yourself and you feel like you let everyone else down when that's not necessarily the case. Like, yeah, you definitely have that disappointment in yourself, but you let that insecurity leak out into what you think everyone views you as. Because a lot of people you hear all the time, like you have nothing but bad things to say about yourself. Like you constantly say bad things about you. And then you'll ask other people how they feel about you. And they're, they'll say the complete opposite. Like they're, they'll say you're great. They're, they'll say you're, you know, you're strong. And I, I can't believe he or she like had the courage to do this. And then you're sitting there feeling like regretful and feeling like you missed opportunities when they don't even see that in you. So I think a lot of it is like a, a self-confidence thing that you definitely have to work past, but also don't be so damn hard on yourself. Yeah. Well, you're, you're, you're you are your own worst critic. Yeah. I mean, First that's hard. Well, there, there are some, there's some narcissistic people out there though. So, but I agree uh, with you yeah. uh, across like, for the majority, I definitely agree with you that, you know, yeah, people are hard on themselves. You know, the, I, I want to say good people, right? Like people <clears> that they kind of challenge themselves and that's why they're hard on themselves, right? They, they, but it, but it could be crippling sometimes, you know, where they're constantly worried about what people are thinking and they're, they're constantly questioning their next move and like afraid, like you said, P, like afraid to make mistakes, afraid of failure. You know, and, and I went through that. I'm not saying I'm a great person. I'm saying I went through that phase where I was like, dude, I'm questioning everything I do. Why am I so insecure? Why am I so unsure of myself? Like, why can't I be confident? Like, what? I want to be confident. Why can't I be confident? And it's because I didn't really, at least for me, I didn't really have a direction. I didn't really know what I was, where I was going or what I was trying to do that allowed me to be confident. If I, once I establish, and I'm still working on it, don't get me wrong, but once I establish kind of like, this is who I want to be, this is where I want to go and how I'm going to do it in order to achieve my why, I kind of achieved a little bit of that confidence to know like, if I'm staying true to myself and I'm doing those things to the best of my ability, when people question me or people challenge me and like, I'm pretty open-minded. Like I'll hear you out. But mm -hmm. if I still don't agree with you and I stick to my path, 
I don't kind I don't worry as much about that anymore. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that makes sense. Like I, that confidence is there. Like I still am working on it, but like, I think it's to, very important to define where you're going and what you're doing. Right. And it's always nice to have reassurance and, you know, people kind of building you up along the way. If you have, you know, people that just constantly tear you down, then you're going to, you know, unless you are so strong foundation wise and people just try and tear you down, you're, you're going to eventually start believing them, especially if they're close to you. So it's nice to have that, that foundation in yourself where you won't believe the outside noise, but that's hard to achieve without support in some way, shape or form, you know, and a lot of people have to figure out what that support is. And if that support is only you and you can do that, then you're a very strong person. If you can support yourself and not need anybody, you know, loved one, family, then you're fucking blessed because a lot of people could be swayed by someone they idolize putting them down and it will change their entire mindset on things and allow it to break them down. Just think about the person that you is closest to you. And if they said something bad to you, how quickly it could potentially be devastating to you and just be like, Holy shit. Like this is the person that I love the most or that I look up to, or that has been by my side and they say this about me or they don't believe me anymore that could shift you unless you believe in yourself more than that person believed in you. And that's hard to come by. For sure. And I think, you know, yeah, you know, you made good point on that and it's, it's hard without a support system, you know, and it's hard to, it's hard to do a lot of things without little support. I mean, you don't have to have, you know, a marching band behind you, you know, cheering you on at everything, but but people tear you down all the time and you have no one supporting you. It's hard and it's hard to, you know, stand for what you believe in. And, and, you know, it's hard not to it's hard to cause waves that way because you're always in an uphill battle. But, you know, that's why, you know, support's good, but, you know, to get back to it, I guess is the, the why you do things is what makes it all easier. And it makes it that much more simple. And it just gives you that much more fuel and, you know, to for, for, I guess for, you know, everyone who might be, I don't know, struggling, I guess, with a why or, or a goal or a future, you know, something, maybe you feel like you're cut in a rut and, you know, you don't know how to get out of it. You don't know what to do. You know, you think you may do these things, but you have things holding you back or you're, kind of there but just know i mean fuck guys the the night is dark is just before the dawn you know i mean what an interesting way for god or whoever the creator is to you know night turns into day bad times there's always around the corner is good times like nothing stays the same and it's always seems to be that way if you're in a shitty spot sooner or later you come out on the other side and going through those trials and those tough times make you who you are and they build so much character and they show you more of who you are every battle everything you've ever been into and every trial you've ever made it on the way out of i mean we're all batting a thousand we're still waking up every day 
And we're all still here, no matter all the shitty shit we've ever been through, no matter how tough it was, we're still here standing tall, fighting. And, you know, that's why I, I mean, one of the reasons I want to help people so much is because people get down and beat down so much. Life sucks and it's tough, but, you know, I just have always had in my mind, if I can stand tall and fight every day, Maybe we'll give that courage to somebody else that they see me doing that and they maybe believe it's possible. Not saying I'm, you know, some hero or anything because I'm not. But, you know, just that right there is huge. Just showing that you can stand tall and maybe it will influence somebody else to do it, too. Can I can I I want to build on that because I think that was really good and. And hit on a lot of good points. And I think one thing to kind of like couple that, and you guys could disagree with me on this 100%. I'm totally okay with that. But like, I'm going to say a word. I just said it. I'm not going to (laughs) disagree. I'm going to say a word that that has a negative connotation. But I think in this light, with with parameters, right, it's actually positive. And I think it's okay to be selfish. Like, I think a lot of good people are very focused on how I can help. And again, I am this person as well. I want to help others. Brad, you've said it multiple times tonight. You want to learn and you want to expose and you want to not expose, but you want to shed the light ways to like help other people. And I'm that same way too, like almost to a fault where I'll go out of my way and, and hurt other aspects of my life to make sure someone else is okay. But one thing I've learned is, and my wife is a very good supporter of this, it's okay to be selfish. And what I mean by that, because again, selfish has a negative connotation, but it's okay to want have, have wants and needs and drives of your own that are solely individual, right? That are truly for you to grow and build yourself. They're, they're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a very basic example. Right before COVID, like, so COVID hit, you know, we had like a couple years of weirdness, whatever. I kind of put some of my hobbies or some of the things I liked on the back burner. And one of those things was, you know, playing hockey and playing softball with my buddies and doing these sorts of things. Now, there's a balance, like Brad said earlier, there's always a balance in everything you do. Work, marriage, kids, hobbies, family, you name it. There's always a balance. But I put everything I liked on the back burner, all my hobbies, all my interests. I was like, hey, look, it is time to focus truly on everyone else. And I actually became one of the worst versions of me in that time. Mm -hmm. Honest to God, I was like, I ended up becoming not the greatest husband, you know, not the greatest person. Uh, I'm, I'm being completely full disclosure here. I was not a good dude. Like yeah. I didn't even like who I was, but I couldn't get out of that rut. Do you know why? Because I was, I was never giving myself time to be me. Yeah, exactly. You, uh, if you I, lose <laughs> sight of who you are and you don't know who you are anymore, then how are you supposed to make yourself happy? You don't know who you are. And if you don't do anything that you like doing, right. Or any hobbies or anything like then you kind of just slowly lose sight of yourself. Once that happens, then 
how do you make a stranger happy i guess right oh i would dude i was i was <clears> in that <throat> spot i was in that spot yeah. where i i wasn't i wasn't concerned about myself and it actually becomes this is where selfish becomes a good thing because I was so concerned about making everybody else happy that I became an ugly me. Right. And it was my wife who told me like, Hey, look, like this isn't, (laughs) this isn't going to last long-term. Like this isn't going to be good for any of us. You know, you have to find something that excites you. That's outside of everyone else. And it was only until then where she said, Hey, it's okay to want something for yourself. Which I, I lost sight of. I thought, no, no, it's not about me. It's about everybody else, about everything else. Focus on everyone else. Like, And I slowly got back into things that I enjoyed. And again, it's with a balance. You can't go, you know, it's like an addict. You can't go from one tilt to the other tilt and like expect it to be okay. You have to find a balance. You have to find that middle point. And I feel like, and if my wife was on the podcast, maybe she would agree or disagree. I think she would agree that I've kind of found that balance now, you know, like I found that balance between being there for my family, being there for my wife, you know, like a lot of people who have kids, they lose, they lose track of their relationship with their significant other because they're so focused on their kids as they should be that when those kids hit 18, 19, whatever years old and they move out or they go to college or they whatever, who you're going to have that person that you've lived with all that time. So it's also important to, to keep that relationship energetic and thriving, you know, because when your kids do move out, like that's who you're with, that's your partner. And again, I'll go back to, I got a little selfish and I focused on some things that made me happy for me, but it allowed me in the weird sense of everything else. It allowed me to actually be a better husband a better dad, a better teammate, a better family member, you know? So it's, it's really weird. Yeah. Like you take selfish as so, so negative, but if you don't be a little selfish for yourself, then you can really hurt a lot of other areas of your life. Yeah. Can thousand percent. It's, it's weird how that works, right? It's it's so weird, dude. Like if someone were to tell me that before I went down like this bad path of just like solely focus on everybody else and actually yeah. hurt me. It's like, dude, how am I hurting my family when I'm only focusing on my family? And now I'm I'm focusing on my family and myself and I'm actually doing way better. You know, like it's it's, it's crazy. Weird. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. hard. It's hard because I wouldn't do it over. I I'm glad that the shit times like that are in the past, but it has made me such a better husband, father, but I would not do, do it again. No, like, no. There, there's no fucking way <laughs> because that those times were hard and it made you, I think it was hard because it almost forced you to look in the mirror of what your problems were and glad you got through it. Glad anyone out there going through it has gone through it and came out on a better side. But just remember that. Remember your journey. Remember what got you there and to not yeah. want to go back there again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just think it's important for people that are listening to know that we're, I mean, like we're being real here, right? And I'm just trying to be as real as I can. Like, look, 
I've I've messed up like plenty of times. And if you have, if you want to have specific inquiries on that, like I'm more than willing to entertain it because one of the things that I've told myself is like, dude, just be an open book. Because the more open I am, the less I'm I'm afraid to like fail again. You know, like if I'm just honest with myself, honest with who I am, and it's still it's still a uh, a path, right? Like I'm not 100% there, but I'm still trying to be like, you know, I went through all that and I tried to cover it up and act like I was still like a great human being. But I'm like, dude, I kind of sucked. Dude, I sucked for a while. And it's okay to admit that. And I want those listening to know that, you know, you could be the m- most motivated person on the planet. You could be the most humble person, the most, uh, you know, family oriented, whatever you want to call yourself. But like, dude, we all mess up. And I'm sure there are times that I've personally come off on my own. Like I do everything right. I fucking don't, you know, I really don't. And I still don't, I I won't ever do everything right. But I think it's important to also shed light on, look, there were some times very recently that I was just a shitty person and, you know, I feel better where I'm at. And this goes back to my motivation and my drive and my why. Like, look, I can't change what I did or didn't do in the past, but what I can do is learn from that. And I think it's very important for people in order to better yourself is to learn from your mistakes. It's so easy to be like, say the but, right? Well, I did this, but, Mm. and then there's always an excuse or whatever. And this is kind of like my, hey, look, it's okay to fuck up. It's okay to mess up as long as you learn from it. And as long as you try to be better and then you build upon your why, you build upon your motivation and your drive to be better and establish what that better means in the future. Yeah, for yourself. And, you know, just for everyone out there who's, I don't know, a shitty person right now. Or being a shitty person. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean you are a shitty person. It's just because you're doing shitty stuff. We've all done shitty stuff. We've all been down bad roads. And the strongest people are the ones who come out of that. And come out on the other side and make themselves better. And, you know, give back to a point. But, you know, just for everyone out there, we've, we've all done bad shit. Shit we're not proud of. You know, shit we're a little ashamed of. And we've all done great stuff. And, as, you know, especially now, like, just to prove my point, like, look where we're at now. We're all done fucked up shit. And we're all, you know, decent people now. I mean, so if you are in that spot, <clears throat> just know that it's all right. You're going to probably go through some shit. But, you know, just push through, you know, push through that time. And I promise you will be a better person when it comes out, as long as you take, you know, some stuff as knowledge and not just take it as, oh, the world hates you or anybody's against you or you take it as it's anybody else's fault. If you own up to it and take accountability, no matter where you're at in life, shitty person or not, you can always turn it around and become a good person. And, you know, I I just really hope that a lot of people listening, if that is you, just take that in for a second and just really let it soak in that it's okay where you're at. It's all right. 
that you have to move forward and not saying good times are ahead because they're probably going to go through a storm first but sooner or later and i'm talking like not 20 years later but you know you know if you got to go through a rough year push through it you'll be okay and you know you will you'll be all right that i promise Agreed. I' not sure I could have said it better. It's, it's, it it really all ties back to motivation to me. Um, you know, like, look, you could be, as Brad just said, you know, made some shitty decisions. Not necessarily a shitty person, but if you find that drive to to turn that leaf and turn that corner, like, look, I'm gonna be honest. There's gonna be people that you probably burn a bridge that you can't get back. You try your hardest, but at the end of the day, um, it's all about the future path that you pave versus you could try to reconcile and you could try to make that wrong or right. And and if that doesn't happen, like that's okay. You know, it you know, there are there are plenty of plenty of ways to pave your path to a brighter future. And I think it's just it goes back for me personally at least, maybe not for everyone, but it goes back to just having clarity and like a clear direction on where you want to go. When I was so scatterbrained, I didn't really know. I was trying to do all this different stuff and I was going left, right, center, you name it. That's when I was the worst me was because I didn't have any focus or direction on where I wanted to go. And once I kind of channeled my drive, my motivation, my why and figured out the end goal, again, still working on that. Don't, don't I don't want anybody to think I already have it all figured out. You know, I'm 34 and I still don't have it all figured out, but I'm taking a step each day. And, and and one of the things I focus on is if I could do something for one day, right? And this is this is like my 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 motivational message, okay, for, for this podcast is if you could do something for one day, you could technically do it for a lifetime. Because if you focus on you wake up tomorrow. And you tell yourself, I'm going to do, I'm not going to drink a soda today, right? And you, you get through the day, you go to bed, you wake up. I just have to do it for one more day, right? And you get through that day and you wake up. I'm just going to do it for one more day. You focus on just doing it one step at a time. And those steps become stories. They become ladders. They become a whole much more. Than, than what you could have ever dreamed of. But if you focus on, man, in order for me to lose 30 pounds, I got to do this over the next two years. No, just start with tomorrow. Just do it one day at a time. If you could do anything for one day, you could do it for a <clears> lifetime. <throat> I promise you that. Yeah. That's, uh, that's funny you say that because, um, you know, my cousin actually said that, you know. He, oh, uh, shit. <laughs> well, I can't copy it. <clears throat> Well, he, uh, you know, he just said, uh, you know, he's like, you know, my man, my man, my current mentality is just one more day. I was like, oh, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know, am I, you know, going to drink? Am I going to, you know, ever drink again? Am I going to stop drinking? He's like, well, I'm just not going to drink for one more day. And he's like, I'm just going to keep that 
every single day. Now, just one more day. I'm not going to do it. Just one more day. And it, 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 you know, hit me pretty hard. I was like, man, that's such a good one. It's such a powerful one. If you can just keep pushing one more day. And I mean, <laughs> I just, you know, tacked that on my, you know, my list a little bit. I'm like, okay, Brad, you can do this one more day. You can push yourself just one more day. You can get through this one more day. And, you know, it's funny how much that's helped me in like the recent months over, you know, this whirlwind we call life. You know, sometimes there are, you know, clear skies at the time there's a storm brewing. But when that storm's brewing, it's tough. And to keep pushing, to, to not stop, to keep trying to follow your dreams, or your goals, or to keep pushing and making sure, making that shit happen. Like, I was like, okay, just, just one more day. I know today sucks. I know it's the shit day and life is just, you know, knocking you upside your damn head, knocking you down. You know, can you get up? Can we get up one more time? I'm going to get up one more time. I'm going to get, you know, one more day I'm going to push through. It's such a powerful message that I didn't realize how much of it big of an impact would have on me. And it's crazy that you said that. So I didn't mean to. Yeah, that's go into super that, weird. But yeah. But yeah that's... Just taking in that that shit and, and applying it is is huge. I think that's I think that's I guess one thing that I've noticed uh you know there's there's a lot of people you know who love like love motivation and can take all this stuff but applying it taking that next step is probably the toughest one. You know, you could listen to people or listen to us and get inspired or whatever and make that day. Okay, yeah, I listen to these guys. I'm ready to do 20 million push-ups and whatever. And, <laughs> you know, but keeping on that is the tough part. And that's where your why comes in is why it's such powerful to me. And also, you know, like just, just keeping yourself at it is, is really tough. That's the toughest part about it. The discipline, the... The, the drive to just keep going, no matter how tough shit gets, keep going. Can you do that? What's your limit? Do you have limiters all in your head? You know, and... Well, it's taking a, <clears throat> a, a bigger goal and just simplifying it into, you know what the end goal is. Like, you want to win a Super Bowl. All right, well, let's worry about just the next play. <clears throat> yeah. And... Ultimately, you're going to end up where you set your mind at, but you don't focus on like every player. It's like, oh, this is going to win the Super Bowl. Like, just take little achievements and acknowledge them. Yeah. Be proud of yourself for those little achievements. You're going to have setbacks. That's fine. Just how are you going to bounce back from it? Don't think that, you know, you got sacked for negative 10 yards and then, oh, fuck, I just blew the Super Bowl. No, just come back to the next play and just constantly keep your head up and move forward because you're going to get your ass kicked throughout life. It's going to fucking happen. There's no one that had a flawless victory throughout life. That's just that's just video game. That's it's not going to happen. But it's yeah. the people that you look up to that probably went through a whole lot of shit that you don't even know they went through. 
there's a reason you don't know is because they didn't let it hold them back. You view them as this, you know, person that you look up to and you idolize. Well, they went through some shit and yet you view them as this person that did nothing wrong. And you're like, how in the hell can I achieve that? Well, they were probably sitting right where you are. They're probably sitting there being like, oh my God, I can't do anything right. Everything keeps going against me, but you know what? I'm going to continue fighting. And that's how they ended up becoming the person that you idolize is because they had a mindset that wouldn't want to let you down. And they knew that they were better than that. So just strive for it. How how many, uh, speaking of your football analogy, how many quarterbacks um, have ever been down by three touchdowns and then on the next play through a 21 point touchdown pass Brady nobody Tim Brady <laughs> did that holy shit yeah, I thought it was Tony <clears throat> Tony yeah. Brady yeah, no yeah one, none of them. they fucking had to sit there and just battle yeah, yeah you, you gotta you back. gotta take it like you said P one play at a time mm-hmm. as Brad and I were talking one day at a time that's why you, you should that's why you can't give up you never give up you never fucking surrender you fucking push till the end every time because if you're going to keep that mentality, you're going to win every game. Promise. Sorry. 21-point <laughs> touchdowns. Fine. <laughs> tell, tell, tell the Seahawks that when they didn't hand off to Marshawn. Oh, um, good God. Oh, shots fired. I don't like that Sorry. One, but, you know. Sorry. I yeah. literally saw a TikTok on that today, and I had yeah, to say it. Yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. You should probably delete uh, that account. Exactly. <laughs> you should probably report uh, that. But I, I, I mean, I don't know. There, there's a lot of lessons in this episode. They're good. I mean, we're just gonna apply them and, and just keep at it. Really, if you can keep pushing one more day, one more play, one more time. You can win. It's very powerful and motivating. And, you know, we, uh, I think we as humans are, you know, our brains are wired to take the safe route or to keep ourselves safe. But, you know, what I found out is doing the opposite is a lot of the times the key to victory. You know, like you don't want to do this again, but you push through that barrier. And then you're, you find out that that's the way to go. Or you're like, man, I'm down by 21 points. You know, we could give up. But if you push yourself through and you won, you'd have never found out what that's like if you just gave up. Or, you know, there's millions of scenarios about it. But if you just, if, if us as humans, if we think that change is bad and a lot of the times that fixing our problem is looking deep within us or figuring out a way to, to push past or be like, I don't know, like this is okay. I'm, I'm okay. But there's so much greater out there. Like, you know, I just say, you know, go, go at it, go get it. Well, if you think about the foundation of it, a lot of it is when you're teaching your kids things, you teach them, things that they're not comfortable with. And then a lot of the times the end lesson is, see, it wasn't that hard, was it? A lot of it was just, they had someone to drive them. 
and they had almost like no choice because you're you're going to teach them this lesson and so they had those people to continuously let them grow and then show them that see it wasn't that bad wasn't that bad right over and over when you become an adult you're on your own but you don't have to be on your own it's a mentality of just like okay now i'm on my own so i don't have anyone to push me to get to that next level and growing up you had that factor to push you yeah for the majority i'm not going to speak for everyone because maybe you didn't but a lot of it is something that was almost felt like out of your control that you had to achieve. That's why in my personal experience, when I went from high school to college and I was like, you mean I don't have to be at class? What the fuck? I'm out of here. And I just left and didn't, I got terrible grades my first semester of college and just because no one was forced me to be there. And that was the biggest difference is like, if I was forced to be going to class, I was there. If I wasn't, I was gone. So, but that's like a, if someone's driving you to do something, then you're going to do it more than if you just let yourself be and just have your own motivation without having someone there to help you. And then until you can just kind of achieve it by yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, a lot of self-discipline in that. That's, that's, uh, that's a tough one. That's uh, a lot of uh, struggle. That's a lot of self-drive. Why push? Because there's a lot of people who, you know, just live their life and, you know, they, they kind of know some things and they'll kind of just mosey through life. And then, you know, plenty of times just, just, Boom. Done. Die out of nowhere. We could die any time. We could die two years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. Who knows? We don't really know how long we have. And, you know, there's there's a lot of people who are like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. And then there's a lot of people who aren't. Or maybe it just takes a, a moment of awakening or regret or listening to, you know, person on their deathbed. Or something to just change that inside someone. I'm not exactly sure. Um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know that one so well. I don't know what holds a person back so much. I mean, you know, there's a lot of times in my life where I've been lost and not knowing exactly what to do. But once I found a passion or what, like I felt like I, you know, I need to do, like it's been pedaled down. Like, let's go. I wasted so much time in my life. And and I'm not going to get into that time back. So there's no time like the present. Let's go. There's there's no need to waste any more time. I don't have that much time left. Who knows how much time I have left? That sense of urgency. But I, I didn't always have that, you know, because a lot of times I was feeling lost. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. What am I doing in my life? Where am I going? But, you know, it... <clears throat> I listen to some smart people who say, yeah, you just sit and listen to yourself in your imagination. What do you like to do? What motivates you? What, what do you want to do? What makes you feel the best you can feel? And what is such a, a thing that brings you so much joy in your life? Like just follow and do that. And I listen to that and never look back. And I've 
I can honestly say I've been such a better person and motivation and, you know, <clears throat> researching things and, and motivating and just wanting to be a better person and wanting to, you know, it's filled like that curiosity of just wanting to better myself. And it's just never stopped. And I just feel like, you know, huge strides. And, I, and I'm going to keep striving because I know it can always be way better. Because, you know, sometimes I'm a shitty person and sometimes I'm a great person. And keeping that balance stuff, I mean, maybe not shitty, but you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you're like, man, I could have done things better or different or I shouldn't have, you know, did this or that. But, you know, you can't look back on everything and dwell on everything. You just try to strive to be the best person you can be. And, you know, I just, I don't know, I hope everybody just takes a lot of what we say and, you know, apply it and, and just no try regrets. to be the best I can. No regrets, man. Because ask questions. <clears throat> yeah, fill ask that knowledge. Fill that knowledge up. Because you know, for those of you out there who maybe don't know what you want to do, maybe you, maybe you know, maybe like you don't know. Maybe you're lost. Ask questions on on some people who've been through it, the shit, or some older people, or some who knows, people in their thirties. You know, you never know. Like, they've been through shit. Like, people above, people above you or older than you, they've been through a whole bunch of shit. Maybe it won't apply, but maybe it will. Maybe mid-30s. Mid to late, would you say, bud? <laughs> mid. <laughs> okay, sure. my bad. I was just, uh, I was just Aren't saying. Aren't you guys, like, a year younger than me? I just want to, like, clarify that. Yeah, but it's getting late. Know, how old are you, bud? Yeah. Yeah, you you you're you're younger, but look about five years older, so it's okay. Yeah, you can see the gray in my beard already. Fuck, <laughs> it's not good. There's a reason I made a life choice to not grow facial hair. Okay, oh, yeah. young and spry, boys. <clears throat> Smart yeah, move. Def- is definitely up to you. Yeah, this was a life choice. <laughs> I said roughly about uh, 29. I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna pass on facial hair. I think it's. I'm just gonna stop growing it. Yeah, just gonna yeah. let the breeze take it away. Well, good for so, you, man. Way to make a choice. Yeah. yeah. So not everybody has that that flexibility, but you know, I, I paved that path for me. So uh, hey, don't bring flexibility into this. I'll make you uh, don't, yeah, don't easy don't easy pretzel. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Not everyone has discipline to shave every morning. It's a tall order. Yeah. It's true. Not too tall though. About five ten, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this well, is about to turn to a whole nother topic oh, no. tonight. <laughs> well, all right. I'll uh, I'll sign out. Yeah, your beard is weird, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gentle yeah. gentlemen, it was uh, probably another one we could even tackle again sometime. I think this is one that, one again, I would love for people to comment and give some feedback, and you know maybe have a deeper dive on it again. I think we've already kind of touched on this, but you know. It's hard to pass on such good topics. So oh, with yeah. that, I'm good, uh, <clears throat> you know, with the boys here to sign off and say yeah. appreciate everybody's time and listening. And, uh, yeah, you guys got anything else to say? Nah. Good night, everybody. Good night. You know, don't be afraid to holler. Ask some questions. Let us know shit. Yeah, right? 100%. Yeah. Well. Cheers, fellas. Cheers, boys. Episode of the books. Thanks for listening, y'all.